Modern Mediocrity Podcast. Modernites, thank you so much for tuning in today. Today I have a, a special guest. I have a topic that I feel like uh, is needed, especially in our community, um, taxes uh, and, and what we should do. And the reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because I feel like there are so many things that we don't know. Right. And so if we have somebody or a person that has the information to help us to be better with our finances, I felt like that would be uh, great. And it would be amazing. I have my classmate. Uh, man, it's been so many years since we graduated. I don't even want to tell the people how long it's been. But I have yeah. Mr. Scotty today. I have Mr. Scotty today here with me. And he'll tell you all a little bit about himself and, and, and what he does. And then we'll get into the into, into the segment. Mr. Scotty, you can introduce yourself to the listeners. Hey, listeners out there, this is Scotty Stewart of SS Tax. We are located in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Oh, yeah, Lante, please don't tell what year we graduated because <laughs> then our, our true age will be revealed. And uh, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm elated to be on this call. Um, I, I'm definitely glad. I love talking about taxes. That's what we do. I love uh, educating individuals on what's out there and what we're right. able to do, um, what they can do. Uh, you know, to stay informed when it comes to taxes. Taxes change every year. Right. Tax law changes every year. Um, right. It's very imperative that, you know, we keep up with those things. And I know uh, working class people are not always able to just go and look up and Google and study. So that's right. what we're for. So right. I'm excited to be here and uh, we look forward to having a great podcast with you. Absolutely. All right. So, man, the reason why, um, like I said, I wanted to do it is because I feel like even with myself, it's things that I'm limited in information with. So I feel like it'll be beneficial for me as well as my listeners. And today we'll get into tax preparation education. So we'll jump right into it. So how did you get into the, the tax profession? How did that come about? It's amazing. Look, I um been in been in the tax profession now for eight years. I uh, actually started out just doing family and friends. Right. Um, I always did my own and I uh, started doing family and friends right from the house. Right. And uh, amazing that family and friends turned into two or three clients, two wow. or three clients turned into 20 clients. Wow. And God is so awesome. My business grown to uh, over two years, the first two years to where I had to actually go ahead and think about whether I wanted to do this. I really love helping people. I'm passionate about helping people. So right. I began to study tax laws, go in and debt and to learning more about taxes. And I ended up having to move my location from my home where I was actually doing taxes and actually start a business. I was forced into the business. Wow, man, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's the power of God, man. I, I commend you for that. So I guess we'll start off with, so how do how does one know when they need to, to to file a tax return? Is it like a set amount that they need to be looking at or how do they know when they need to file a return? 
Well, you know, in modern day, most people have what's called a IRS tax account. Okay. They're able to log into that tax account at any time. If they work a regular job where they receive a W-2, um, definitely uh, that information will be out there on the uh, transcript. Right. Or if they're, uh, let's say they they are uh, independent contractor and people pay them cash, but they may have a few people here and there who actually write a check. They receive what's called a 1099. Anytime anything over $600 is reported in income, it is generally turned in to the Internal Revenue Service. Uh, oh. if, if you work for someone and the accountant uh, writes off that 600, then they're turning it in. So with that being said, um, if you work a W-2 job and you get a W-2, yes, you do need to file. Even if you don't receive a refund or you don't owe anything, gotcha. you need to file it. Okay. Okay. So what? So it, it, let's just play uh, devil's advocate, I guess. Uh, what happens if I, I don't file taxes? So what are kind of the consequences behind it? Though I know it's bad, I, I kind of want to get, you know, like a, a professional response. <laughs> well, it, it, there's there's two different things here that we're talking when you said you said you, kind of, it, you know it's bad. Not necessarily. Now, if you make a lot of money, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Okay, okay. Someone works and they work two weeks out of the entire year, Monte, and they make a thousand dollars. Gotcha. And they pay the requirement of that thousand dollars. So and they don't file. There's a three year threshold. After that three year threshold, um, they may notify you the IRS will automatically file for you. Now, if it mm. comes out to zero, that's fine because they didn't make that money. But let's talk about someone who makes 35, 40 grand. Right. And don't file. Now, right. here's where the pro that here's where it gets bad, what you're talking about. Okay. After that three year threshold, the IRS will then automatically file for you. You get no deduction. You know, be in control of what deductions you get. Filing mm -hmm. anything that may help you lower your tax liability. When right. that happens, you then receive a notice that you may even owe at that point. Gotcha. Whereas if you file it, you have the opportunity to claim your deductions, even if you don't get a refund again, like we mentioned earlier, you're right. then able to just zero out to where you don't owe them anything. So you definitely need to file if you work a W-2 job and make money. Gotcha. Gotcha. OK, so you 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 stated earlier uh, when we first started uh, the podcast that um, you used to do your own taxes. So what are the pros and cons of someone choosing to do their own taxes uh, versus having someone like you and your company to do their taxes? Well, the pros are now for me, it was not having to go and sit and wait for two hours, three hours yeah. in a tax office. Right. I think I hear that most from everyone. I got to wait so long. I have to make an appointment. Now, the cons are, of course, when I first started doing my taxes, was I missing deductions? Yes. I was missing a whole lot of deductions I knew nothing about. Right. I thought it was just a simple form, simple 1040. I get in there, like most people, and just do data entry, and you end up missing a lot of deductions, and you right. don't want to do that. The uh, Another, uh, you know, uh, when we're talking about pros and cons, when I actually do it myself, as I was, right. you then have on the um, signature line, self-prepared. Okay. When you have a self-prepared tax return, it's more likely to be checked for accuracy. Mm. 
Whereas when a certified tax preparer like myself or any other company stamps your tax return with our signature, our pen signature, we are trained professional. It automatically sends a message that this return has been certified. That means we've certified this return. Now, will it be checked again? It's possible. Less likely versus a self, uh, you know, when you do it yourself. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's what th- that's another thing. Okay. Okay. Well, that's pretty good. I, I didn't. Now that last piece of information that you provided, you know, like a, a certified tax uh, uh, person, it, I did not know that. That's that's totally new information because I yeah. I do my own taxes, um, right? And I know I, I'm almost certain that I don't know everything about it. But like last year was the first year that I ever got that I've gotten a return in God knows when. So <laughs> so I don't know if I I really don't know what that was about. Uh, well, I had a, a, an instance to to happen, and I don't really want to talk about that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, got, I get it. I, I got screwed. Let's just say that I got screwed a little bit. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, I, I self prepare. I'm 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 almost certain that I don't know you know know it all, but I'm definitely sure I can it can hit you up and get some tips going forward. Yeah, and there are times, and it very seldom happens. There are times when they notice a self uh, prepared tax return may have missed some deductions, they will actually write you. That's another pro. It don't happen all the time because they're not going to tell you, hey, you shorted <laughs> yourself $1,500 and we owe you. But right. if, it's, if it's something that you, you know, just really missed and right. need to be on the return, then they'll right. generally write you and say, hey, you, you need to do an amended return. Now, uh, again, like we said, when it's self-prepared, it's more likely to be checked for accuracy. If right. there's deductions that are not claimed, no, they're just going to roll you out, you know, if you whatever you you're claiming. Okay, gotcha. Whereas whereas when we uh sign a tax professional uh which has been certified, signs your tax return, then you're more likely to not be checked for accuracy. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay, so this question is is a, is a, a little bit more personal, right? Uh okay. what what separates you know your company, what you do as a company, from other companies? Not to not to try to you know downgrade any other company, but what sets you apart is what I, I guess what I want to say from other tax companies. Great question. Um, I mentioned earlier I like helping people. Right. Um, you know it's not feasible if it, I'm not able to help someone. So right. I think what sets us apart, which is a great question, is we're not seasonal. Oh, you know, okay. We are we are open year round. We're available year round. Um, no discredit to the, you know any of your uh, big box companies that are larger and not independent companies. A company like my company is an independent company and not a uh, you know entity of another company. Got so it. we we provide audit assistance at no cost to our clients. Generally, when you go into a tax office to file a tax return. You are offered additional service. It's just like it's just like going to McDonald's and being upsized. Oh, you know? okay. Got you. Got you. Okay. So, of course, they're going to offer you uh, uh, audit assistance. Audit assistance is generally somewhere around $200 on top of the cost that you pay. Okay. Or if you elect not to have that audit assistance and then you ended up needing assistance, then it will generally cost you to go back to that same office that you prepared and did business with you then have to pay for their assistance to assist with the audit whereas i think what sets us apart we are year-round 
We provide okay. this assistance uh, to our clients at no cost. Um, we always handle our clients on like a consultative approach. Um, okay. So there are a lot of other discuss while providing taxes to them. Okay. Got it. You, you know what's weird? You just covered all of the next two the next two questions that I <laughs> Okay. Let's go what what were the that, that I, that I well you know like like and I was gonna ask if if you were seasonal, you know, like because I know that most companies, you know, they offer their, you know, like starting December, they start, you know, hey, we're, you know, we're looking for customers to, you know, you know, they they, they start their whole spiel starting in December and then, you know, it kind of starts to fizzle out like right when, you know, you know, the, the season is over. And that's what I was going to ask, you know, like because being personal, being personal to me matters. If I'm going to give you my business, I need to feel like you are considering me as a person and not just as a dollar sign. You get that. That's my point, and that's what I was going to mention. Um, I don't see my business being able to be productive uh, seasonal. Right. There are a lot of things that, uh, and I'm very personal, you know, with my clients. I have clients who live out of state, but there are things that happen throughout the year. We don't just look at ourselves as a tax preparer for the client, right? But also like a financial advisor. Got you. So okay, that's, these that's things. These things are needed. Um, you, you think about the number of Americans who have trouble just filling out a FAFSA for their student when it's time to go back to college in August. So we assist with all these things. And guess what? At no cost. We don't charge our I, clients an additional cost. Wow. Man, that's amazing. That's commendable. Like, that's really, really commendable. And and I, I guess that's that's one of the things that I, I know, like listening to you now, that's that alleviates a lot of pressure for most people because it most does. people, look at it, they look at it like, OK, well, I'm already spending X amount of dollars with this person. And then if some if something does is to go wrong, then that means I got to come out of my pocket for even more. And that's a that's a stressor, man. Now, is it easy? No, <laughs> it sets us apart. Right. Right. It sets us apart because we are available. There are times, and I will I will tell you, there are times that people are at their office and they actually will pick up the phone and say, hey, can you email me a copy of my tax return? Even though we just provided a copy a few months ago, right. we, st we still have to stand out and, and try to get them a copy. Do we right. like doing that? No, but it's part of customer service. Excellent. And customer service, I believe that anyone should go above and beyond, you know, to to provide excellence when it comes to customer service. I agree with that because because that's important. That could make or break your business. You can have an awesome product, man, and your customer service can be horrible and it'll ruin your business. That's so true. <laughs> because it will definitely ruin your business. Okay, so I, I noticed that you said that you, um, of course, you know, you prepare uh, returns and also, you you know, if need be, you'll help with FAFSA. What other services uh, do you provide as a, as a tax preparer for, for your clients? Well, we mentioned that we take a consultative approach. Right. So when our, when our clients are with us, we go over things. We go over their future. We go over financial strategies, where they want to be. We look at different income brackets. We look at the renter versus the buyer. If you okay. plan on buying a house, we assist our clients with, you know, uh, building financial strategies so that they set themselves up, you know, to be in a position to win if they want to buy a house next year. Uh, you know, improving credit. We right. we educate clients on, you know, strategies to, to improve credit scores and mm -hmm. it works. So we we we're all around when it comes to 
you know, catering to our our client base. And that's very important, too, because when it, I mentioned us being a financial advisor and not a tax preparer, we right. get calls year round. What do I need to do in this situation? Hey, I'm planning on doing this. How will this affect my taxes? What do I need to do different? That's right. what providing is. Right, right. That's that's amazing, man. I that sound. You know what? It seems like you, but you just gained a whole another, you know, client. Seems like I, I think, think that we it, did. <laughs> you just may just have gained another client. Okay, so Look, what are what are? Go ahead. What were you about to say? I love talking tax stuff, and usually when I open my mouth, if I'm anywhere talking tax stuff, someone's like, "Hey, I need your card. I need to talk to you." That's yeah. what it's about. <laughs> and, and see, and and. I thought that, well, I've always known that I wanted to help people, too. And I guess this is my way of helping people like this podcast. I started it because I felt like, well, I'm not going to say I felt like I knew that growing up, I had tendencies that I learned from people that I thought were good tendencies and they weren't. Right. So for me, as I got older, I started to become something different or I became something different. And then I look back at what I was and who I am now. And I wanted to help someone that was probably going to take the road that I took to take another route. Right. And I think that's what you're doing with the, in the tax world, you see, you know, what you had to go through in order to learn what you learn. And it's, instead of keeping that information to yourself, you're actually giving it to someone else. And I don't mind. You nailed it. You actually nailed it. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Cause man, it's, it's, it's been a, it, it's a struggle, man. I guess, I mean, I, I guess everything kind of correlates if you really look at it. All it right. So we'll go we'll go to the next one. So what are some of the biggest misconceptions uh, regarding uh, tax repairs? What, what are some of the things that you you think that people think and that they're actually not true? Well, um, and I can't speak for all preparers. I'll speak on my level and what we do. Right. I think uh, one of the biz- biggest misconceptions that uh, people think we're just there, uh, like we mentioned early, for a client right, uh, or for the pay. And that's not actually... Uh, as far as my business, not right. what it is. Another uh, misconception is that we have all the answers. I'll be honest with you. We don't always have all the answers. You know, clients in this profession will call you and say, hey, I need to know what's going on. And guess what? When we file it, we don't know what's going on, just like you don't know what's going on. Gotcha. Gotcha. OK. Um, we, are, we are able to give them instructions on how the process works, what needs to take place and what does not need to take place. But as far as us like being an IRS, like representative, like where we're inside looking at what they're looking at, no, mm-hmm. we have no idea what's going on, what day or any of that stuff. Mm. Transparency. I like that. The fact that you just said that, because I going into it, you think that because, you know, like uh, a company that's doing it, you would think, you, of course, you know, you know, mentally, you, you should know that nobody knows everything, you know, only God does. But when you go into someone, you think that, OK, well, they can tell me what's going on. But the fact that you just kind of, you know, verbalize, you know, shown transparency and the fact that we don't know it like we we're kind of blind just like you until we get a response. So that, that, we'll that response. Response will probably help, you know, help a lot of people now going forward, see that, OK, well, maybe I have to wait until they can tell me something. Right. Yeah, because our phones will literally, um, you know, be blowing up. Hey, can you tell me something? What are they doing? What's going? Actually, we can't. If you get a response, then we're able to respond. But other than that, we don't know what's going on either. Because keep in mind, we are, we are just a certified person that stamps your return, but we're not 
sitting at the IRS looking at it and saying, oh, yeah, this is what they're doing. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, too. That makes sense, too. So speaking of the IRS, <laughs> so anybody that is struggling with issues uh, with the IRS regarding they may be, you know, they may owe money or they may, you know, have uh, gotten their taxes offset for whatever reasons. Uh, what advice would you give to those people? The greatest thing they can do is always, and I mean always, work directly with the person that filed their taxes, the person who's knowledgeable of what's going on. Right. Um, the IRS has changed over the years. Okay. When you think about large companies like AT&T, right. what do they do? They outsource. They then hire contracted employees. Yep. Are they trained and up to par? No. True. Same way with the internal revenue. When you get third-party people, they're not able to assist you with what you need. It's always best to work directly with your tax preparer. Now, we get calls from, you know, people who need support off-season because they can't reach their tax preparer because that office is closed until next year or whatever the case is. And we always work directly with your tax preparer or a tax preparer who can help you. Um, th that's what we're for. We're, we're able to... Uh, we're like an attorney for you when it comes to audit assistance up against the IRS because they're not on your side when they audit or that means that they've noticed something. They want to know something. Right. They need additional information. When right. you call them and they want information, are they likely to help you? If it's, you know, something that's just simple, yes, but uh, they're not on your side when they're trying to collect money. Right. right. Uh, people always say, hey, you need to get an IRS representative and they have representatives who help. These are third-party people who are hired to recover money for the internal revenue. So you don't need their help. Mm. Okay, that makes that makes plenty of sense. Man, man like today has been an experience. It, it, and you know how like when you talk to people, you know, you get a sense of who they are. I mean, I've known you. I don't know you like you know, like the adult person, right? Right. <laughs> I mean, we, we talk in passing and we see each other, you know, oh yeah, you can get your rematch in pool too if you want it now. Just you know, Whenever, <laughs> whenever, you know now. <laughs> and I want to touch on this and I, I didn't uh, say it. Um, these people are called IRS tax advocates. Anywhere you go and you say, oh, I have a problem, they sent me a letter. Most people know of IRS tax advocates and they'll say, oh, you need to call and get you an IRS tax advocate. These are third party people. Mm -hmm. They are not IRS and they are they are trained to report anything that they may feel suspicious or doesn't look right. And they are not on your side. Mm, OK. That's that's good. That's good information. I just wrote that down, to be honest with you, just so I can have it for later. So just in case if I run across that, then I'll be able to know what that means. And also if I, you know, I can share that. I wanted to point that out because we we get a lot of people who say, hey, I've already got an IRS tax advocate for this situation. Uh, bad idea. Gotcha. OK. OK. That's OK. That's that. Put that on the do not do list. Yeah, just and, and hey, some sometimes it works. They can help. But I just generally speaking, they are hired to recover 
monies for the IRS. So it's best to work with your tax professional who's right. on your side, who's trying to help you not pay back. But it, and if you are able to get a refund, get a refund. Gotcha. All right, man. So we've covered a, a lot of information today. I think that uh, this will be beneficial to a lot of people that, you know, that that are, you know, they may be looking for someone else that can help them get to a different level with their taxes and with their with their finances. And uh, would you, what would you like to leave with the people today? If there's anything that you can leave outside of what you said already, what would you like well, to leave, I hope, leave with? I hope this session has been very informative. Um, I, I'm always open for questions. Um, I think our motto says it all for us at SS Tax. Um, our, our clients mean more the, to us than us to them. So that goes a long way with me. We provide services and support year round. So thank you for this. I mean, this has been an awesome podcast and I look forward to hearing from you. Oh, man, absolutely. You know what's crazy that you just said that? <laughs> my mantra for my show is uh, always be what you hope to receive. That's it. <laughs> you know what? If more, and I'm talking on uh, just day-to-day -day living, whether it's going in the grocery store, if more people understood that, man, it'd be much better. Man, I heard my I heard my uncle, you know, say it, and it was it was my uninspired that thought because I thought about her, you know, growing up. She was, you know, a person that I looked up to, I admired, right? And so I saw what she done uh, growing up and how she excelled. And so even with her giving what she gave to me, you know, teaching me how to speak, teaching me how to think, how to be a critical thinker, right? And so right. those things that she gave me, in turn, now I want to be that because that's what she was to me. That's awesome. And I'll tell anyone, uh, one of the things that helps uh, on a day-to-day, -day, even with just business, I'll, I'll use business for an example. If I have a client, I look at what would I expect as a client. Right, right. So I'm not always sitting on my chair, but I like to sit on the opposite side of the chair and, right. and, and get a perspective of what would I expect. So that goes a long way. It does. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Man, again, thank you so much, man, for joining. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, whenever, whenever you want to come that you need to say, anything that you need to say, you can always come back on. And this platform is yours, man. I will. There's always changes. So there may be things in the upcoming year, year uh, or what have you that we need to address and we'll definitely revisit. All right, man. So listen, uh, Modern Nights, thank you so much for joining um, today. I appreciate it. I hope that you got something from it. Um, I always like to say this and I always say it, like I said earlier, always be what you hope to receive uh, because you never know when your last time will be your last time, whether that's uh, seeing someone, speaking with someone, or telling someone that you love them. So always be what you hope to receive. Modern Nights, y'all have a good one. It's modern.